expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 44 points this morning from yesterday's close at 14,705 on turnover of 1.5 billion NT. The market closed marginally lower on Monday as it entered consolidation mode on the back of lingering investor concerns over a pending rate hike by the U.S. Federal Reserve. And although the main board failed to rebound after it came off a high, large-cap semiconductor stocks showed resilience, preventing the market from falling further. The Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices has approved the use of Moderna's second-generation coronavirus vaccine as a booster shot for recipients at high risk of infection or severe disease. The updated vaccine targets both the original virus from 2020 and the Omicron BA.1 subvariant. According to committee convener Li Bingying, experts have agreed to recommend the vaccine for use as a booster for two types of vulnerable groups. Those vulnerable groups are people aged 65 and above, adults aged 18 and above with compromised immune systems, and for use among people at high risk of infection, such as frontline medical workers and airport and port employees. Zhongtian Television has filed a defamation lawsuit against United Microelectronics founder Robert Sow. The lawsuit seeks 500 million NT in damages and comes after Cao referred to the media group last week as a bandit station during a press conference. Cao was asked by a Zhongtian reporter whether his description of China's zero-coronavirus policy as extremely stupid also applied to Taiwan's former health minister Chen Shizhong, who had maintained a similar policy for much of the pandemic. Cao dismissed that question as a trap and went on to describe Zhongtian as a bandit station and refused to answer any more questions from the reporter. Cao says he plans to countersue Zhongtian for 5 billion NT for making false accusations against him. In international news, police in Canada say 31-year-old Damien Sanderson, one of the suspects wanted in connection with a series of stabbings in the Canadian province of Saskatchewan, has been found dead and that the wounds did not seem to be self-inflicted. Police say they are still hunting for his brother, 30-year-old Miles Sanderson, who may have sustained injuries. Here's Rhonda Blackmore, commanding officer of the Saskatchewan Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Miles has a lengthy criminal record involving both persons and property crimes. Miles is facing three counts of first-degree murder and is wanted. We consider him armed and dangerous. 
Do not approach him. Ten people were stabbed to death on Sunday and 18 others were injured in what is being described as one of Canada's deadliest attacks. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau shared his condolences yesterday. Yesterday's attacks in Saskatchewan are shocking and heartbreaking. My thoughts and the thoughts of all Canadians are with those who've lost loved ones and with those who are injured. Authorities have said some of the victims were targeted and others appear to have been chosen at random on the James Smith Cree Nation and in the town of Weldon in Saskatchewan province. They have given no motive for the crimes. The armed forces of Venezuela have carried out what authorities say is the largest marijuana bust of the last 10 years in the South American country. Officials say members of the armed forces intercepted a vessel carrying more than 2,800 kilograms of marijuana, as well as almost 8 kilograms of cocaine and extra motors. They say the vessel had departed Colombia and was en route to the island of Martinique. Twelve men traveling on the boat were arrested. Officials say all were Venezuelans. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.